0: This is Lisa Tams, and you're listening to Processing the Process. listening to episode 8 of Processing the Process. The name of this episode is We're Done. One mom goes from I had no idea to I could write a book. Hi everyone, this is a conversation that I had with Barbara. After we met and talked at Moonifieds, I asked her if it would be okay if I gave her a call at some point later in the process to catch up This is the telephone conversation that we had recently. I can't tell you how nice it is to be able to laugh with somebody about the craziness of this along the way. Just doing this podcast and talking to so many other moms who have been through it is therapeutic. It's just such a great release to compare notes it is really an experience to bond over. Barbara had no idea about how involved this process was. As you listen, you'll be able to tell she was deep in it with her son, as was I. And now it is late February. Our boys are done auditioning. Now it is just time to sit and wait patiently to hear back from the schools. She and her son attended the LA Unifieds and she shares what that looks like and her experience of it with her son. We both used College Audition Coach and that is Mary Anna Denard's coaching organization and we spent some time talking about that as well. Once again, I hope that by listening to this conversation, you will feel like the curtain is pulled back a bit on this process. As always, please share this with anyone who might benefit from listening. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy. Hi. How are you?
1: you? (laughs) I'm good. I'm good. We're done. How does
0: it feel?
1: It feels amazing. I mean, my son took a bunch off, but, you know, I sent a text to another mom, and I said, you know, we're done, and he took some off, and I'm, you know, I'm just going to let him drive the bus, and she said, you know what, it's his bus, and I was like, yep.
2: Yep. I mean, why put yourself through all that? You said that he heard from one of his top schools. Exactly. After that, there's no point
1: no, there's two other schools that if he got into, he would go to over the school he got into. So he's like, and I, and I get it. I for me, I like to have all the choices, but he's done. He's done. You know, we just went to one of his schools, and the guy was so great and said, "You know, when you leave here, go home, live your senior life, enjoy it. This is this is your last." Six months of senior life, go have fun. I think that really set with him. You know, he was like, yeah, I just want to go home and be with my friends and be my senior year and do the musical. And he even left, his last audition was in town and he got out in time and he raced to his rehearsal. Even though he had told the director he wasn't going to be there. He, he raced, he couldn't wait to get there. I was like, good, you know, yeah, be happy. And he's thrilled he's done.
2: Well, that is thrilling. It is. You should be thrilled. It's unbelievable.
1: And nobody that hasn't gone through it really understands it. You can try to tell them and explain the lengths and the the months of work, and you just don't get it. It's really the musical theater moms or dads that really understand it.
2: How long ago did you start?
1: Uh, We probably started in August. Because even last year, junior year, he wasn't quite sure he was going to go the musical theater college route. So once he decided that, uh, you know, he did a couple summer programs and that solidified it once again. So once he went back to school, like August 15th, we started focusing on pre-screens. He knew at that
2: point where he wanted to apply and everything? Pretty much. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Pretty much.
1: You know, we live in LA and I used to be in the business and an old friend of mine that was very, very successful actress retired from that field. And she's teaching one of the really wonderful high schools here. And she does all the theater and all the drama productions and everything. So I actually emailed her and said, coach, no coach. You know, I feel like I'm completely running into this blind and in need a little catch up. And she said, I don't know if you need a coach, but there is a great book that I recommend and I would read that from top to bottom.
2: And what book was that?
1: That was Marianne Denard's I Got In, which is a ton of great information. And so I read that and panicked because that's what I do. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Because you were like, oh my gosh, there's so much. Yeah.
1: I was like, oh my (laughs) gosh, exactly. But it was a great, you know, like I didn't even know about pre-screen. That's what I mean. Like I had no idea and nobody in my son's school this particular year or the year before or the year before has gone musical theater. So the counselors at his school were not helpful in that sense. Mm -hmm. They were lovely, but they just, I had no footprints to follow at all.
2: Neither do we here. Mm -hmm. After I saw you at Moonifieds, I had Tommy working with somebody on like his essays and the application process. Um, the the quote-unquote standard application process right. <laughs> with somebody. And she was helping him to manage applying and his deadlines and that part of it. And I was so happy to let that go this time around. But as I was there and Tommy and I were talking and he realized that he needed to submit something extra to write state and he didn't have it. And something else came up. So I ended up, now this is in November, in a panic, going back, which I was trying to avoid, to all of his applications and make sure that did apply to the Mm -hmm. musical theater program and not theater studies or, you know, it was just so slightly different. Mm -hmm. When he chose it, And I think this part is not even on the common app.
1: It's different with every school. I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. And I went back, just being neurotic and making sure, (laughs) because there's so many components to it. Exactly. You know, not only the app. The same. I had someone helping, and she had graduated from NYU as a theater major. I called NYU. I think three or four times which it's such a large school, it was very difficult to get people on the phone and connected and, and things. But the same because, you know, on the Common App, on some of the applications, if you did mark musical theater, sometimes it would take you to slide room instead of mm-hmm. get Except NYU kept saying, yes, you went to this. And I was like, I don't know if we did because I wasn't there. <laughs> and, I didn't. and there's so many. Yeah, and I, I remember thinking, oh boy, we blew that one going back and back you know and it's the same right I'm sure you did the same and I still like with all of it part of me says if that's what happened then he's not supposed to be auditioning there I tried to keep a very very
2: you have to do that yeah because you can
1: spin out so quickly I can and again my son doesn't he was more worried about me spinning out you know he was very Very, very calm about it all. I mean, he definitely had schools he wanted into and he really, you know, when coming down to it, he would get nervous at auditions sometimes. And that where he put the stress watching me spin out or one night he came in and I was on the computer and it was like late. Mom, you're always on the computer. And I was like, I just want to make sure I'm eyeballing it all. Like, I I just want to make sure
0: there's Mm -hmm. so many
1: moving parts. There were, Mm -hmm. in in those early months of September through December, not sleepless nights, but definitely waking up going, oh, wait, did I do that? Did he do that? Did we do that? Yes. Absolutely.
2: I can't even remember exactly because it's all just a blur. Mm -hmm. But um, (laughs) It is. Yeah. But I did the same. I was up late, just poring over everything making sure it was right. What I ended up doing, honestly, was emailing the schools Mm -hmm. and saying he meant to apply for musical theater and he just wants to make sure that that is correct and that you have everything that you need at this point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I still, I think I've still emailed them, you know, in the last month, some of that stuff, because the same, some of the portals are just not very user-friendly. That's the other thing I came upon in some of them. And, you know, that again, will just take you down a road that you just don't even know how to come out of. (laughs) Some of these (laughs) portals, you're just like, I don't even know what they're asking. I know. I mean, one of the big schools sent him an email in the fall and said, you applied for early decision and first of all, we don't have all your paperwork in time and, and also musical theater doesn't do early decision. I was like, who marked that on the
2: application? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was just like... Oh. And why did it even let you?
1: Yeah, why did it even let me? Because it's musical. Exactly. It You know, he wasn't applying to the school and those big schools have many portals and programs and, and you shouldn't be in that program. That in itself, and then some schools... Once you did all the Common App and everything, once you got into the musical theater portal, besides the pre-screens, they wanted some video interviews or video submissions of who you are and more essays and more. And I remember my son being a little weary at that point with that too.
2: Right, because he thought that he had already done everything that he needed to do. Yeah. Once you go into that other portal... Yeah, There's, there's a whole new more. application. And again, because it is musical theater,
1: because it's, it's such a numbers game at some point, too, you over-apply, obviously.
2: And more schools than... Yeah, mm-hmm. and
1: then, than the normal kid applying. I remember my husband was at a football game this fall at our high school and said, you know, how many schools did he apply to? <laughs> and he was like 25, and the person about fell out of the stands. They were like, what? You know, and he said, oh, it's music, you know, and he didn't know. And he came home and he's like, why are we applying to so many? Everybody thought I was insane. (laughs) And I said, well, because it's musical theater. I mean, right now I feel like I could write a book on it. And I did reach out to his high school counselors and said, if there is anyone in the next four years that is going musical theater, please have them email me immediately. Because there's so much in hindsight that I've learned. It's just such a sharp learning curve. You don't learn until you're in the throes of it, really. You just can't, I guess. I don't think I would have bought that fear that you have to apply to 25 schools. I don't think you do. At points, I did feel like I threw him for a cliff because, you know, he's never taken a dance class. He's only studied with a voice teacher, one voice teacher for three years. And Mm -hmm. never taken acting outside of his high school and the plays at school. Some of these kids are beyond trained. And that's a whole nother element that you just go, Wow, I just set my son up for such failure. You know, and I then talk, you do go, oh maybe I do need to apply out a little more. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: Yeah. It's it's a fear based kind of it is fear based. It, it kind of culminates based on, oh no. There's and then the more that you don't know, I almost feel like the more you feel insecure about what you know the more you take on in terms of the number of applications, because... Exactly. Which only, I don't know, it, somehow adding more schools is going to help oh, with that security. I,
1: exactly. I mean, again, my wise son, if I'd only listened to him, I mean, did you go to that panel at Moonify's about with the parents? Yes, Oh, yeah. And again, some of their words are even truer now. You know, when they were saying, I sh- you know, if I could change anything, I would listen to my kid more," because mm-hmm. my son was like, "Mom, you're applying to schools that if I get in, I, I don't want to go." Mm-hmm. And I said, "I know, but I just want you to have options. And what if you don't get into anything else? Then you may, you may go there. I don't know." Mm-hmm. And he's mm-hmm. like, "No, I would rethink it." It's the same when we sent in our pre screens. He turned to me and said, "What if I don't get?" Passed any pre-screens and I said well then maybe you should rethink your choice at that point or take a year off and really train and again my son he's not a super musical theater baby he has a band he started this all because he likes to sing the reason he really wanted to go musical theater is he does want to get four years of dance and four years of training The
2: I mean, diversity of it
1: yes because then I'll have it no matter what I do That's kind of smart. I appreciate that. But again, he's pitting himself against kids that have been training since they were two, it seems. Some of these schools accepting kids that they should be going straight to Broadway, if you ask me. They don't Mm -hmm. need four years of higher learning, but I get it. When he's in competition with that, I'm just like, babe, I love you. I think you're talented. I think you're special, obviously. I said, but you just can't compete with that. Basically, you just can't. Your resume looks like you could fit it on an index card.
2: (laughs) I think that there is something special about the freshness of someone who is kind of raw.
1: I think so, too. And the right program... And again, we go back to the Zen thought, and I do really, truly, you know, they do end up where they should, mm-hmm. where they belong. And that's what I say too. You want to be at a program that sees that in you and goes, oh, great. We get to work with him and train him for four years. Mm-hmm. Look where he is with no training, really.
0: Can you imagine mm-hmm. what
1: when we're done with him, where he'll be and where we'll send him off with? And I do think the right person that sees that... You know, my son said, I want to go to schools that want me, right off the bat. Mm -hmm. No questions. Mm -hmm. That They've come to me and gone, wow, we love you. And the school that he's gotten into, he had the hardest dance call he had at that one. And he came out and he he said, you know, I don't know. I'm, (laughs) I'm clearly not a dancer. And... I gave it my all, and I I just don't know if that's going to be enough to get me in. And he applied early action, so he did find out sooner. And they came in with a lovely scholarship. And he's like, I want to go, obviously, where people like that want me like that. They see it. Whatever they're seeing in me, they want. And he said, even the wait list, you know, I just don't really, you know, you didn't want me the first round. And I said, it is a tricky thing. But I, I said also, yeah you know, listen to your gut, go with, that's what your gut is telling you, then absolutely go with the people that were the first in line for you.
2: Yeah. So tell me a little bit about LA Unified, just for the benefit of other people coming behind you. you didn't go to
1: New York and, and Chicago. So I will say Carnegie Mellon, the top people came uh-huh. And they were there, and they were lovely, and they took all the time that they did, like even at Moonifieds at that workshop. Yeah. So that was really nice. So amazing.
2: But, so you amazing. know, uh,
1: no one else, like the top schools, anybody, it just felt like, and I don't know if they go to the Chicago's and the and the New York's, it wasn't certainly the musical theater program heads at all.
2: Yeah. Well, and th- the energy in the room matters. For absolutely and if somebody is really just there to record that they didn't want to for whatever reason the people who actually will be making
1: decisions there
2: I mean I guess as a professional actor you have to be able to do that whether the room is giving you mm-hmm. energy or not right but they're not professional I was just yet. gonna say that
1: <laughs> everyone says that well this is gonna be real life I'm like yeah but they're not yet they're not yet. And, mm-hmm. and by the way, I'm in the industry. It's not like that. Mm-hmm. Mostly you go in and you read with the casting director or their assistant, at least. Now, that wasn't I'm, true with all the schools. It wasn't true with NYU. Um, Carnegie was there with their full team. I can't remember who else he even did. <laughs> this one.
2: So Chicago Unified is the only experience that I have been present at with my kids. They have never gone New York or L.A., Chicago is just crawling with people. Wow. In L.A., I'm guessing maybe not I, that many I'm days. guessing the same. And, again,
1: I don't know if I missed the note. It just, yeah, the whole energy. And I it, that would be one I would definitely redo if I had that one over. I would have gone to New York or, or Chicago. Even though you're so close. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Although, again, hmm. my son, he was done. He did not want to get on another plane. You know, like he, we just mm-hmm. canceled Elon next week because he just was like, I have to miss two more days of school. I have to miss two yeah. more days of rehearsal. I will say these are not excused absences.
2: Really? Yeah,
1: they don't excuse it. And I've gone that to the- is- It's ridiculous. I mean, that was really part of the, the decision making factor. And Elon has their auditions on Friday. So we have to fly Thursday. Florida State was Sunday. So he would miss Monday. That's three more days of school. So he was like, I'm not doing it.
2: Well, I think that that is a really smart decision, especially being that he did have so many schools on his list and where he stands now. It is kind of an evolving thing at that point. It's common to make that decision that he made at this point, being in the position that he's in.
1: Yeah. And Elon has gotten so popular, so the odds of getting in there are pretty close to, like, Michigan and Penn State, from uh-huh. what I'm understanding, and, you know, the stuff we read that we shouldn't read, probably. <laughs> you know, and I said, if you're going to get in anywhere in any of the other tops, you'd rather go there anyway, even though I think mm-hmm. he would love Elon, and I think it actually would be a fit for him. But again, you're done, you're done. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to make him go, That never be that stage mom. And I think a combination of all of that, like the LA Unifieds just sort of fizzled <laughs> right out.
2: And is it at a central location and everything happens right at that hotel? Or is it you move around the city? You move around
1: a little bit. We didn't do Pace, but I heard from somebody that Pace was downtown Los Angeles. Most of them were at LAX airport at two different hotels. But not walking distance, really. And it was raining one day, which it never does in L.A. When you can't really let your kid get soaking wet before they go on camera. And NYU was in Pasadena. And I don't know how well you know L.A., but that's a good hour and a half drive. And depending on traffic, that could be two hours. On the map, it doesn't look long. So it's like, I don't know if they don't understand. You know, L.A. is just ridiculous to drive around so I think it only took us an hour to get from LAX to Pasadena but you know it's definitely if that had been any type of different traffic he finished his morning auditions at one o'clock and he had to be at, at the Pasadena auditions at two and it, it took us exactly that Whoa. to get there and you know thank god they had a information session that was 25 minutes long
2: I had to do a thing where Tommy was at a dance audition for one school. It overlapped with the check-in for another school. Mm -hmm. So I went and did the check-in for him and sat in on the information session while he was at his dance call and then he came right over and was there in time for Mm -hmm. his time slot with them. But there is a lot of juggling and I feel like we almost scheduled things too tight it all worked out but well definitely stress for him going in
1: I I mean we had the same we actually had to tell the monitors at Carnegie Mellon that he needed to go in quicker than they were taking him because he had a dance call for Penn State at a different hotel and we were going to miss it and I know dance calls are you don't miss you can't redo a dance yeah you uh can't miss it and they were very lovely and accommodating and put him in but again like that's stressful for a kid because they're like, oh, i got to get, you know, and they're not thinking about their audition. People can say, well, professionals, and it's like, but they're not professionals. They're right. trying to fit it all in, do their best. There's 17 and 18-year-old yeah. kids. and make you know, everybody typically. happy instead of worrying about their own headspace and how they're going to keep their head together for their audition. That I also found a little intimidating. I thought I was on it, and the same. I kept re-looking and making sure, but, you know, some of them, don't send out their specific how the Time afternoon's is going to go until like yeah. a week before. And you have to schedule them as soon as you get an acceptance to go forward after the pre screens. That's where I wish, and I don't know if I didn't pay attention enough to something, but that's where I feel like I didn't learn until I was head on in it.
2: With the scheduling, yes. the
1: actual the, live audition? The actual scheduling. And, again, the actual Unifieds. Like, I don't know if I missed a note. <laughs> I don't the-
2: think so. You look- I have not. I don't know anybody who has done the LA Unifieds, but I'm in the Midwest.
0: So right. it kind
2: of makes sense. Well, now people see this is this is why this is good. People will be able to make an informed
1: Yeah. And I think also, it's just also, like you said, energy. I think it's just the end of it. Even Carnegie, they have next weekend and then they're done. Mm -hmm. I do think, and I didn't get this sense from any of the auditors. I think they were lovely and present, positive and worked with those children from what I heard from people's feedback. I do think it just runs out of steam. It's a long process for everybody. It's got to be for the colleges. My God.
2: Tommy has his last audition on Saturday at American University in Washington, D.C. Yeah. You know, his school has their musical rehearsals and their Mm -hmm. show choir is going to competitions and he is so busy. Otherwise, it does get to be... Where you're, in, and he just did Moonified and Unifieds in Chicago, and this will be it. So he's had two major chunks, but it's just the, the headspace mm-hmm. that it takes up in
1: mm-hmm.
2: them while they're in it. Mm-hmm. And juggling, like you said, I mean, all these kids, they're all the leads in their high school
1: musicals, and they have all this other stuff.
2: While you're in it, it seems like it's the only thing in life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So this, yeah.
2: But that, that it isn't.
1: No. And even saying, "Okay, we're going to cancel everything else and we're done." And today, I was like, "Oh, I can work out. I can like, I like. There's so much more space in my life again."
2: Yes. Yeah. I was looking at my calendar. Same. I was like, "Okay, when we get back from DC." that will be done and there's other big things that I need to take care of.
1: Yeah, start looking at okay. exactly.
2: I've just been putting it off until he's done. And like I said, not because there's something physically or even task wise that I need to do each day. It's just
1: It's amazing. just so overwhelming. <laughs> it's just so overwhelming. It just is. Yeah. And your experience with with Marianne Denard and your Moonify was positive, yes?
2: Yes. Yeah. It was definitely positive. We did not utilize College Audition Coach to the potential that it can be used.
1: Same. Because my son had his own boys' teacher, but we didn't do the scheduling on
2: her thing, and I wonder if that would have changed
1: things for me because I felt like I had to control it more and figure it out more because I'm a real visual person. If I see it and not on a computer, I'm sort of old school. Yeah, you have to like it, then print I, it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of, I, I need it printed out. I need it kind of on my own personal calendar. I didn't utilize it. And I wonder if that would have been a different experience for me if I had. But the Moonifieds, I would suggest to any, any, anyone doing it to go down there and audition for 15 schools. I think that was the best thing that any of us could have done. In hindsight, I would have chosen the schools differently. But, you know, again, in hindsight, you know, sometimes I went back and looked at all this stuff. I mean, the amount of, knowledge and amount of stuff that she put up there, if you really got into it, is enormous. I love that she's doing the Munifides Juniors. I think I would have done that because you learn so much in the process. Doing that first, going into senior year, I think I would feel unbelievably on solid
0: ground.
2: More prepared. Oh, absolutely.
0: Yeah. I don't know what Moonifieds Junior entails. I'm guessing that it is kind of a dry run.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um
0: uh, Yeah. The audition piece.
1: Yes. And the process a little bit. Well, not so much because you're not doing the scheduling. They do it for you. But I think also just getting an awareness of the schools Mm -hmm. on a different level. You know, we really came into it like we're going to apply to all the, you know, the big names. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, Mm -hmm. And again, that's fine. She definitely was like, you guys need backup. And I find this, it may just be me, personality. I don't learn things until I'm, I'm in it or past it. I don't mm-hmm. know why. I would have loved to have done the junior, juniors for sure.
0: Well, I don't think that this is something that you can study like, <laughs> beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> I'm hoping that something like this podcast and listening to these conversations will give people a, a bit of a glimpse of what it entails and how as a parent, you experience it all, right, with uh, your child. Every parent plays a different role in their child's process, and you and I, I think, are very similar in how we went about it. Unbelievably, there are kids who do it all, I yeah themselves, and I know that just astounds me. In this
1: process, I know my son's vocal coach said, you know, you should be doing it all. And I looked at her like, she has two daughters that went to college for singing and musical theater, but they're in their 30s. Mm -hmm. And I said, I don't think you really understand the process now. I I can't imagine a 17-year-old handling that. But I guess, like you just said, there are kids that did it all themselves. Wow. That's impressive.
2: I know, unbelievably impressive. I'm such a control freak, though, that <coughs> I need to know
1: a little bit more that it's being done. I think me too. I mean, and I've said to my son, and I'm sure you've said to yours, you know, he was always in sports, my son, and mm-hmm. we're really close. And I only have two children, so, you know, I have a girl and a boy. And it's not like, oh, he's a boy, you know, he's always, because I drove him to all the football and all I did all that. But, you know, I enjoyed this process with him. It wasn't painful for him, so it wasn't painful to watch. Of course, there are those times where you just get a little, you just want so much for them and you just want them to be happy. You don't want them to get rejection and you don't want all that just as a mom. You, you just don't. I would find myself getting a little emotional sometimes and not him so much. Just, you know, I mean, I did enjoy the process with him.
0: In retrospect, that is probably most parents would say that, especially if they're as involved as you and I yeah. have been.
1: And the travel with them and the late nights in the hotel laughing about stupid stuff. And, you know, <laughs> I mean, that that's priceless. We'll never get that back. And they are going off next year. A friend of mine who is an actor, He called me and he said, How's the college process going? And I went through it and I said, You know, it's just kind of stressful sometimes. And he said, Is it stressful because at the end of the day, you know, he's going away? (laughs) And I was like, I took a breath and I said, Wow, probably. I said, But I think right now I'm just more stressed about the schools. I said, That will be the next chapter (laughs) of the book for sure.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, you just through this, you want them to be able to put their best selves. In the rooms at the time when the auditions come, from that point, have opportunities, you know, because this is as selective as it is. You're not going to, it's very unlikely that you're going to get into all the schools that you apply to. Oh, yeah. And you just want them to have a choice in the end and, yeah. and something that they are happy with. Happy, excited about. Yes. You know, and, and you want them to be seen like we see
1: them. You know, maybe not how we see them, but you want them to be seen for what they are special. Is mm-hmm. What is special about them and what is unique about them and what is their talent. You know, you want to make sure that all gets truly seen in this process because it is such a process. It is nerve wracking and I don't know what they're walking in the rooms with sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's like you just want them to have that shot. Exactly. One of the best experiences my son had was the guy said to him, it was one of the schools where after you did all the common apps and the essays and the pre-screens, then you went to a whole new page, and there was a whole new set of things they wanted, and one was another personal statement essay. My son decided to write a song and record it mm. and video it and sing it. And partly because he was done and he was like, "I'm not writing another essay, and partly because that's just who he is. And even though he says he can't play the piano, he sat down on the piano and he just wrote this song, and it's a silly little diddly, you know it's not some Broadway song. And in the audition, the guy said, I just want to tell you, I loved your video so much. Oh. And he actually, he wrote thank you notes. And he wrote to him and said, no matter what happens, if I get into your school or not, I just wanted to thank you for mm-hmm. saying that to me. And because I felt so heard and mm-hmm. so seen as myself. And I don't always feel that in the rooms. It was just such a great moment out of all of it and I was like yay you had that yeah
2: that's
1: a huge that's just a beautiful win moment that he had and he just he felt great because it was his idea to do it and he just he felt like an artist all of a sudden too it was just such a great win for him
0: yeah it was meaningful
1: yeah just go oh yay! that was a great thing
2: it's a process
0: it is a process.
2: Okay, well, um. God bless you guys, and, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it all
1: plays goes. out. Who yeah. knows?
2: You, who knows? I who mean,
1: knows? he's still telling me that, you know, he may not go to school and just write music with his best friend. I'm like, okay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was a lot, but okay. <laughs>
0: but even so, there is value. And-
2: yeah. Oh, such, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So... And you don't know
1: until you're on the road.
2: That's right. All right. Well, I so appreciate you. And thank you.
1: You too. Have fun. Have fun traveling and stuff. Enjoy.
2: Okay. 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 Bye. Bye.